Hey everyone, I'm Audio Nerd 64. And I'm Big Nkrumah. And we're your gamer friends. We're your gamer, 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 gamer mm. friends. Friends. Thank you. Uh, contributor. <laughs> instead of many, a detractor. How many episodes did it, did it take for me to A lot sing of along? episodes. <laughs> Some might say. A ridiculous amount? I would say a reasonable amount. Mm, reasonable. 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 Logging on with the launches. Doom Eternal, Animal Crossing, Call of Duty Warzone, and Half-Life Alex, along with the console war. War, war, war. A 2020 updates on my favorite kind of sports, esports, and GameStop. Stops a mess is horrendous and we need to stop supporting them immediately. Immediately. These past two weeks in nerddom, coronavirus delays, Lego Mario, Star Wars The Clone Wars, and Snowflake and Safe Space. Indeed. And in the home screen, we are giving you our recommendations for games that you can play while social distancing. It's great. Indeed. Uh, We're going to have some fun with it and discuss some tips according to people who don't like to go outside. Pearl Sweatshirt? No, me. Oh, okay. I know him by like two degrees of separation, you know? It's cool. That makes sense. It does make sense. For me. So let's log on. This devil game that y'all be playing, Doom Eternal, it mm. launched. <laughs> <laughs> I really think, you know, now's the perfect time for you to get into Twitch. Mm. And for you to play this game specifically on Twitch. Is this game, I don't I don't know, it's a it's not a it's horror, not horror game. It's, it's just, just horrifying. Yeah. I'm not into I'm not into Doom. Um the reception so far has been very positive though. Apparently yes. these reboots are just fantastic. And some folks still like the uh 2016 Doom reboot a little bit better, but overall, I mean, who can complain? Not Doom fans. They seem to be Having their cake. Yeah. Shout out, by the way, to a friend of the show, Ajay, who wrote an incredible Doom article. Uh, It was kind of about capitalism, really, and how Doom Guy is really prescient to a lot of millennials, in particular, uh, Mm. younger Gen Xers. I'll link it in the show notes. It's really good stuff. Uh, Maybe maybe we'll have an in-depth discussion about that sometime in the future. Ooh. That would involve... At least one of us playing the game, maybe. No. no. Mm, you don't think so? No. I think. I don't think so. If you think Big Nick should play Doom and at least record some of the reactions, please let us know uh, at Game Friends Pod on Twitter. <laughs> en- enjoy. Knock <laughs> yourself out. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know if this is what the people want. Mm. Um, you can wh- also tell us on our Discord. That's right. You can also tell us on our Discord. Link is in the show notes. Link is in the show notes. Um, it's like Big and a Good Cheese for podcasters. Link is in the show notes. Anyway. Animal Crossing, New Horizons, also launched, and y'all, it is perfect. There's a lot of people having the time of their lives. I'm having the time of my person with only animal friends. Life in Animal Crossing, New Horizons, it's great. We're going to have a more in-depth discussion after I deep dive more into it, because yes, I played a fuck ton of it already. I'm not embarrassed about that. 
No, it, it really you you've not been paying, you've not been playing it any more than I play anything else. That's true. But now I'm at your levels. Like Nick, like Nick plays 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 games. Like he loves playing games. I also like playing games, but not as much. Or like in shorter spurts, I'm like, wow. The he can't culture. do an all day sesh gaming marathon. No, 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 no. Whereas no. I won't bat an eye. That's fine. But here's the thing about the Switch. The Switch is dangerous. Okay, if you have a Switch. You know, you're playing with the Joy-Cons. The Joy-Cons are dangerous because it splits the controller in half. So I can lie up on the couch in any which <laughs> configuration <laughs> that is most comfortable to me at that moment. And it doesn't matter because my hands don't have to be in the same spot. It's dangerous. Nintendo be, should be sued. Wow. Actually, they need to be sued for the shortage of Switches. People are having a hard time. Listen, a lot of people realized, hey, I'm going to be laid up in the house there's this game everyone's talking about. Maybe I should go out and buy a Switch. And everyone thought that Did thought that. at once. That's wild to me. Good for Animal Crossing. Good, good for, for Nintendo. Good for, good for them. Good for them. Um, it looks adorable. It's, Honestly, it's, I've been... I'm not jealous, but I've been like... <laughs> curious? Curious. Curious. Oh, maybe something relaxing would be nice instead of Doomsday Prep 2020. Yeah, he's still... On that division grind. I mean, you're more than welcome to build a house on my island. Uh, uh, It'll no, be our island, but no, thank you. Uh, I think you would be a cute little Animal Crossing character. Mm. Mine's adorable. I'm just waiting for my, my glasses came in today. <laughs> Fuck yes! Oh my god, I'm so happy. I just forgot. Okay, uh, we're gonna have a longer discussion with a super secret gamer friend. Super secret? Yeah, we're going to keep it a secret. Oh, okay. And I'm looking forward to it already because we're just going to talk about Animal Crossing for 30 minutes. If <laughs> It'll probably actually be longer and I have to cut it down to 30 minutes. I'm, I'm not even going to be there. <laughs> exactly. Actually, you'll just be you'll just be like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You'll just do one of those every yeah. like 10 minutes or so. It's going to be great. Call of Duty Warzone also launched free multiplayer Battle Royale mode for those who want to do it. Um, I played it. If the squad wants to play Call of Duty Warzone and put down Animal Crossing for a couple minutes, I'll join. It is not my first choice. I just don't think I like, I don't, oh, oof, that was a slip. Oh, my yeah. God. I just don't think I like Call of Duty like that. It's a little, you know, the time to kill is very quick. It's just hazy. I only looking. ever got into the last one because... PUBG was kind of not our favorite thing. It was really glitchy at that point. Ass. <sighs> I, I can't go back. I've played yeah, you've Apex. You've played Apex. The Apex <laughs> of Battle Royale. That's like, I've played that's a game them. where if I have attachments in my backpack and I pick up a gun <laughs> that they go on, they automatically <laughs> slot. That's what I've played. And you can't get that from PUBG or Call of Duty, even Warzone. To be fair, I have not played it myself. I've watched a lot of play. I have it downloaded. Big Nick, the ping button is different. It's up on the directional pad. Blech. Oh, God. You can't. You can't. It's unplayable as far as I'm concerned. No, I mean, I feel like Call of Duty fans are really enjoying it when I'm happy for them. And like I said, I don't like it's not unplayable. You know, I will watch it. I will say, though, I did like the audio options screen because they give you a little equalizer that shows like what's getting bumped and what's getting carved out with each setting. That was cool. Wow. Um, speaking of sound. The sound design in this game is aggressive. It is all the sound design you could possibly ever need. And it is just like, like Call of Duty is just like so aggressively 
masculine in a maybe that's why I don't like it. <laughs> I was like, what am I doing here? <laughs> Save me. I um am not entirely sure what that means, but you I, should play I get it. it. No, you I, know what I, mean? I don't it's know like, what it means, so, but I do get what you mean. It's like, what was that um, action movie with like all of, all the star, like all the big, like, like Sylvester Stallone and Terry Crews and did it like the Expendables, I think, or something. And they made like five of them and we're like, why? First of all, we don't talk about Terry Crews in this podcast. That's right. He's canceled. A trash bag. Second um, of all, um, it was the Expendables, I believe. Yes, that you're referring to. Never watched it. But that's what I feel. That's what I imagine that movie must feel like is playing Call of Duty. Got it. Battle Got Royale. It. Well, um, I, I'll play some of it for sure. Uh, mostly just to say I played it and see what it's about. But if I want to play a Battle Royale, Apex is right there. It's right there? It's right there. So um, it's going to be a pass for me. Similarly, <laughs> we didn't even mention this in the top, but Bleeding Edge came out. Um, I'm <laughs> so like no. <laughs> that was the meanest thing I've ever done in this podcast. Um, I have nothing maybe. to say about it because I haven't played it. I at haven't all. played either. I haven't watched anyone play it other than like some gameplay videos around E3 last year and a, a few recent ones. Mm-hmm. I, I will. I downloaded it. I'm I, gonna play it. As did I. It's Game Pass. It's, it's free. available. Well, it's, it's included. Yeah, we don't. Do, it's free. It's included. Well, right. Cedric pays for Game Pass. Wait, you leached off my Game Pass? Yeah. You could, what? Our consoles are linked. How do you think I played Mass Effect? I leached off your EA access. <laughs> you can do, oh, well, yes. you can keep paying for that HBO subscription. <laughs> Negro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, it's downloaded. I will eventually play it. Um, uh, not today, maybe not tomorrow. Definitely at some point where I'm like, oh, I guess I should play Bleeding Edge before we record the next episode. I'm intrigued, but I'm oh, not. Really? I'm not like. I'm I'm more intrigued by min maxing my build in the division. Fair enough. <laughs> we have so the the priorities. It's so hard. Very clear priorities. Oh Christ. Um, Half Life Alex also came out. Yes, it did. Neither of us will be playing it. We don't have VR. I don't have VR one day. It sounds really amazing. Good, though. I'm really jealous. Good. I. I wish I had money. I wish I had money. People are saying very, oh, this is going to change the face of virtual reality games Whoa. kind of stuff. Mm. High praise. I'm um, happy for y'all. We need a VR person. We repeatedly have asked if any of if you, any of you <laughs> have money and have purchased VR with that money, please let us know. We would We would love to have a chat. Hear what you have to say. Also, just on a money note, we did open up a Patreon. However, we opened up a Patreon in better times <laughs> before the economy started to crash. If you've been giving and you would like to continue giving, we will continue to be appreciative and we will continue to thank you at the end of every episode. If you can no longer give, it is really like... Not a, you should take care of yourself. Absolutely. Please. So if you have the extra money to throw around, then thank you. We are so appreciative. If you don't, like a lot of us don't, then please, you know, do what you need to do. Don't feel guilty. We're still going to be 
doing this and, and the microphones are here. They're yeah, they're paid they're for. They're so here. actually, that's funny you were talking about it. Now I was going to talk about that at the end of the episode, but I like that. Great minds. Mm-hmm. They podcast alike. Mm-hmm. What's uh, not alike? Oh no! How about this? What's not like is your addiction to seamless transitions that aren't even seamless? No, it was not seamless at all. But you know what else isn't seamless? (laughs) The divide between Xbox fan bros and PlayStation 5 fan bros. They're all yelling at each other on Twitter. It's great. Love to see it. I don't fucking care about this. No, I'm just here for the drama and the highest number of teraflops that someone can put in a presentation. Well, officially, the highest number of teraflops will be the Xbox. Uh, (laughs) PlayStation is basically saying, listen, we get that maybe Xbox looks better on paper than our console. However, the one thing that we're beating them at will allow us to virtually load games without loading games. So there will be no loading screens. This is a non-issue over here. The developers who are commenting on this have said that this could potentially change the way that they develop games. Ooh. I don't quite understand what the difference is if the PS5 is not that much farther ahead than the Xbox on this regard. Like me neither. The the talking point back has been okay, so we'll have to load for like five seconds more or 15 seconds more, God forbid. Oh. <laughs> you know, like it's not it's not a, a change or a difference that is so significant. But I'm sure that's exactly what Sony is saying about the other specs that Xbox is better at. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Who fucking cares? Xbox Game Pass is on Xbox. PlayStation exclusive studios like Santa Monica and Naughty Dog are on PlayStation. And that's the way that it is. Naughty Dog is an exclusive? Yes. Anyway, I don't think you should care either. I think that yeah, a lot whatever of us the are going to fuck you want. end up getting both over time. Mm-hmm. And the immediate decision is whether or not you care more about the potential exclusives on PS4 or Game Pass exclusives on Xbox. I'm making my decision completely based on teraflops. <laughs> so. uh, I will be choosing the Xbox if only because on day one, I can play my entire library of games because backwards compatibility is baked in. That's right. I might just go out and let me get the PlayStation 5 first because all the games will still work. Oh, <laughs> On my Xbox. It's just, I'm just saying. Got it. I was like, what? <laughs> That's the whole point. They won't. But you meant your current games will work on your Xbox. Yeah, like the transition period, they'll still make Yeah, those, I do but. think that a lot of the new games will also work on older consoles, but not all of them. No. I'm just saying, you know, like no one's in a rush to buy either of these probably very expensive things. I'm not looking forward to thinking about what the fuck these price tags are going to look like because it's not going to be the price tag that I pay for Xbox. Whatever One I have S. to sell, I will <laughs> I'll be doing it. Got to sell the microphones. Sell the mics. No more podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> They're not that good. Don't. We're not going to sell them. So anyway, we will just link in the show notes a full, you know, spec sheet article. You can judge for yourself. Yeah. All right. Did you see the refrigerator tweet from Microsoft? I did. It was very funny. It was very funny. Very funny. Esports, or as I like to call them, sports, which they're sports beforehand, okay? Before all this. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, everything is moving to remote. Everything is moving online. Yeah. Um, the NASCAR drivers are driving on video games. And what? the Formula One people are playing Forza. And the soccer players are playing FIFA. And the basketball to... players are playing 2K. Like, oh, I'm so sorry for the basketball players. They're literally <laughs> playing the their games on Twitch and stuff to keep people entertained. Like, they're having games. The NBA is simulating games via 2K. I did not know that. That yeah. is wild to me. Uh, so it's not just, like, esports themselves, which existed prior, are adapting. It's literally that the whole shebang, like everything, real life, is coming online. That's poof. It reminds me of that story you were telling me about, the driver who lost to a professional gamer. Yeah, I have to find this article, man. It was so, so someone who's like a famous Forza competitive racer was, you know, playing in the game. And like, they, you know, when you do it competitively, they do it with the steering wheel. And this guy got into an actual-ass car. I mean, I'm sure, like, trained, but, like, I guess knew how to what to do well enough to, like, actually drive the damn thing and then, like, beat an actual racer. <laughs> I'm, I hope I have that story correctly. Or at least, like, did well enough to, like, be as good as a professional racer. I have yeah. to look it up now. But I was like, the fuck? Well, the tables have turned. <laughs> Now LeBron James is picking up that controller, and he's trying to figure it out. <laughs> Aw, that's right. You think Maybe his kids literally. are, like, helping him out with that? I think LeBron James is probably not doing a, a damn thing. No. But. Anyway. I find uh, all these different societal changes very interesting. You know, how much of it is going to stay behind? mm I bet there's going to be a lot more mainstream interest in esports just because for a while, that's all you got. That's true. That's very true. And a lot of people are pissed off at all these celebrities, which is music to my ears. Yes. Not the song Imagine, please. <sighs> oh, 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 no. Ugh. I just thought about that video. You know, I made it about a quarter of the way through. I don't even know who's all in it. I don't think I want to know. I I did not click on it except <laughs> for <laughs> the John Mayer parody thing. But he's <sighs> also a piece of shit, so. Really showing their whole asses out here. Anyway, GameStop finally is not playing games anymore. Because mm. the government said no. <laughs> After a long back-and-forth battle to keep their stores open during pandemic because... Capitalism. Reasons. Uh, they're finally done. For the most part, in certain states, they're, like, done, done. And I got an email from them that was like, so we're going to do, like, curbside pickup. Like, the only people who are going to be allowed in the stores are employees. And then you can just come to the door and pick your shit up and go. Uh, which huh. is also, like, not... Great. Close your fucking stores. Yeah. Uh, I think it's it, it's pretty gross. I'm not in the middle on this. Obviously, I think everything should close and people should be isolating and that it's ridiculous that we're not doing that. The thing is, there's a lot of people who don't have jobs that they can work from home. Right. And because of that, 
there's a lot of people who would prefer that things stay open, not because they want to spread germs everywhere and they want to get people sick or get sick themselves, but because they can't afford not to work. And frankly, the government is completely ill-equipped and I'm going to say aggressively unhelpful in working on issues that relate to working class people or poor people. Um, They firmly believe in trickle-down economics. You can see that in the aid package where people who make under a certain amount of money, uh, based on your tax returns from two years ago, are going to get $1,200 once, and they're going to tax it. What the fuck does that do? Wait, they're going to tax it? What the fuck does that do? Maybe for some people who live in really low-income areas in general where everything is cheaper, that might be something significant that can help them float for, like, a month or two. But even then, it's a month or two, maybe. And for people in big cities, it's like, I I guess, half of your rent, if you're lucky? Dude, I don't even think $1,200 is enough for, for anybody. Truly. Like, I can't... It's very difficult for me to think of a situation where someone is could you like could use that to like actually sustain themselves. And the fact of the matter like, is, ugh. like in America in particular, this shit is up for debate. Whereas in Canada, they just announced two thousand dollars a month for everyone for four months. In other European countries, they've completely suspended rent and utility bills and internet bills and all that kind of stuff. Like, there are so many other things we could be doing to make people's lives better. And yeah, I bet a bunch of people would feel a lot more comfortable staying the fuck at home if they had a check so they could buy groceries and pay their bills. Or better yet, you suspend those payments and then give them some money to buy food. Like... The way they've gone about this is completely insane. It it really shows the naked and disgusting predatory behavior of capitalism. And GameStop is just a cog in that machine. That was a good that was a good save. That was like you you you're going you we're doing it. Mm-hmm. Which we always do. We don't mm-hmm. not do it, but I was like, all right, Nick, let's reel it, let's reel it in. Thank you. All right. These past two weeks in nerddom, uh, a lot of movies are now delayed indefinitely, um, mm-hmm. except for like Wonder Woman, which they put out a date in August, which is a date, I guess. It's, it's optimistic. optimistic. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> read the room. Everyone else is like, hey, let's just like not think about this right now. And y'all are like, we need to see Gal Gadot in August. I mean, James Bond got moved to November at first. But that was at least the beginning of everything getting super bad. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. It, I mean, like, it's the same thing. It's a function of capitalism that we're like, all right, let's, like, fucking, you know, Trump is like, let's get everyone back out it, back at it at Easter. I'm, what? It doesn't make any sense. Uh. It's not going to happen. And the fact of the matter is, here in New York, where both of us live. The hospitals are now beginning to become overrun. They predicted like a week and a half ago, the peak would not be for 45 more days. Like that's just here. It's going to spread to the rest of the country and get just as bad because people are being fucking stupid about not staying inside. So whatever. I'm glad that all this stuff got delayed. It got delayed for good reason. Uh, Marvel stuff got delayed as well, which is sad, but whatever. Uh, Disney plus... Bring Black Widow streaming now challenge. 
I mean, at this point, I don't know. It's just very strange that like all these, like everyone's like, oh, it's so sad. I'm like, no, this is probably what should be happening. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should care a little bit more <laughs> about people's lives than about Black Widow. I mean, that's a thought. I'm speaking to myself because if they had released it on May 1st, I would have gone in a hazmat suit, but I would have still uh, I'm kidding. I obviously would not have gone. Yeah, no, I would have waited. But, yeah. um, but I I don't know. I, I do think that they should adopt, everyone should adopt what Universal has agreed to do, which is essentially send shit to HBO. You know, here you go. It was going to come out, but now you get to watch it at home. And hopefully we'll get some significant kickback from HBO for giving it to them early. Disney could do that. Disney could be like, hey, you got to watch this on Disney Plus, but you also have to rent it. Like, you can access it through Disney Plus, but if you want to see it, you got to pay an extra $5. You know what? So sue me. I'm okay with that. Like, I would have paid a ticket price. That's less than a ticket price. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I People, I don't know. This... I'm at a loss, to be honest. And, you know, I don't, you know, the movies get delayed. Boo-hoo. I think there are plenty of ways to get around it. Yeah, but, you know, that... Both the complaints about the delays and the reasons why they don't want to just release stuff direct to video are two sides of the same capitalism. Um. Well, what we've been watching um, on our on the streaming services. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Disney Plus, Star Wars: The Clone Wars, as animated. promised, we did start it. Um, it's good. It's fun. It's the story jumps around wildly. Uh, I got to admit, sometimes I'm like, "Wow, that's an interesting thing that they glossed over." I kind of wish that was an episode. Uh, <laughs> it makes me, it's jarring in a way that reminds me of when I first watched Arrested Development. Um, on Arrested yeah. Development, they would always end the episode with next time on Arrested Development, and it was just a gag. But yes. I didn't realize it was a gag. I was like, wait, where's the next? I want to watch that episode. Where's the next episode? <laughs> and we'd start the next episode, and it wouldn't be that. that. And I would be confused. <laughs> and then I, I was like, oh, it's just a gag. In the Clone Wars, the beginning of every episode is like, here's some major shit that just happened. And it's like, wait. <laughs> wait. We didn't finish the last episode. It was off a cliffhanger. I'm so confused. <laughs> Literally, there was an episode that we just watched where they <laughs> essentially where they essentially fell into a trap on purpose. And then this army rolls up and the final line is like, okay, we found the traitor, but the army's here. Let's get ready to fight. <laughs> Like that's the credits, and then the next episode we're on a different planet, and nothing. Totally mattered. different story. What was the last episode? I do not know her. It's fine. It's cute. I mean, it's for kids, right? So like, yeah, the kids don't care. But it's one of those things where it's for kids now. <laughs> but as it progresses, it's yeah. going to be more like for young adults. That's true. And then we're only still slightly too old for it. It's just like. The lore implications of just jumping. I don't know. It's so weird. Anyway. Every episode, I'm like, that's Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, don't save him. That's Darth Vader. Look at what Darth Vader's doing. <laughs> oh, you could have let Darth Vader die. And then you would have saved a lot of people a lot of suffering. You know what else is for kids? 
that a lot of adults are going to get into. This is not fair. How is it not fair? Legos are not just for kids. Legos are for kids primarily. And adu- look, look, look. Animal Crossing is for kids. Every time someone I talk to, I've been on the phone a lot, and people will be like, hey, what's Animal Crossing? I'm like, okay, I'm going to explain Animal Crossing, but first and foremost, it is a kid's game. Right? I don't know. It is. I'm not, I don't know. I can't mince words. I can't be high and be like, I never this played is like it. Some highfalutin, you know, blobbity blobbity schmoopy schmoop. It's not, it's not. It's a kid's game. <laughs> if like I, I say it's a kid's game, it, I was I say if like Stardew Valley and The Sims had a kid, this is what Animal Crossing Sounds is. Sounds like a very adult game to me. But as a kid, like the kid is <laughs> You know, Animal Crossing might grow up to be whatever, but the, as it. a kid, it's, it's Animal Crossing. Okay. Um, Legos are for kids. And it's fine that people want to collect things for kids. Look, I have, you know, like, I don't know, kids' toys, like the BB-8. That's a kid's toy, right? I mean, it's an expensive kid's toy. That was not that was not cheap. I don't think it was a kid's toy. I think it's a teenager's toy. Teenager toy? Okay, fine. Whatever. Legos are for kids. <laughs> <laughs> What's the recommended age? <laughs> I first of all, it says seven to seventy-seven. I believe. Oh, really? I do believe that's what it says. Oh, wow. Okay, fine. It's a uh, general pop. Duplo is for under seven. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Lego is partnering with Nintendo to not bury the lead any longer. No, man, that was a long one. On I and Lego but... Mario looks fucking awesome. You can basically it's basically a Lego version of Super Mario Maker. Also, like IRL, like you can just 3D. make Mario levels. That's cool. It's very cool. I'm I might really fuck with that. excited about it. Let's buy this kid's <laughs> toy. <laughs> also, Lego announced that the pirate ship from our childhood, and by our, I mean my childhood. Yeah, I was like, who the is, fuck is coming back? What like pirate the OG ship? pirate ship from when I was a child. Hmm. As you know, Lego sets, there's always the big one as part of whatever little collection. Yeah. So in the city ones, the big one would be like the police headquarters or whatever. Because of course it was. Or the airport. or so, <laughs> yeah, You know, whatever. Look at you. Well. Trying to. In the pirate like subgenre of Lego sets, the ship was. That, that the was, big one. Yeah. And I, I got that for Christmas one year. I did not get into Legos like this. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, my God. It was my whole... Oh, my God. I loved it. I if was, I wasn't playing games, I was making Legos. I was a Hot Wheels kid. Um, yeah, I did that too. figures it, you know, and Bionicle. Bionic? Bionicles? Bionicle? Yeah, Bionicle. That's those? Lego. I mean, it is Lego, but those were like... Those were cool Legos. I was very into Bionicle. Um, well, whatever. The, the Lego ship is coming. And it is. I'm really excited. I tweeted out that it's my white whale. <laughs> mm. But yeah, Lego Mario looks so cute. It looks so good. Uh, and uh, I'm super into it. Finally, Marvel is perhaps getting too woke. No, this is beyond. It is beyond wokeness. This is this is this is fucked up. <laughs> so Marvel uh, is introducing two new characters. Two cis white men created characters. Created characters. To be clear. Uh, they're black teenagers. One is non-binary. I'm just so sad having to read this. Uh, 
And their names are Snowflake and Safe Space. Fuck those creators. And one of the creators, one of the creators, uh, quote, it's this idea that these are terms that get thrown around on the internet that they don't see as derogatory. They take these terms and kind of wear them as a badge of honor, which is on some like reclaiming shit, which I also don't appreciate. You don't have you... the authority. <laughs> like, how are you going to write black characters and be like, okay, these are the terms that they're going to reclaim? What? Like, what? I... Make that make sense. Can I'm... you imagine if he tried to reclaim some shit for black people? <laughs> also, you don't reclaim Snowflake. Yeah. It's like... never been. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, I'm I'm prescribing reclaim as a, as a reclaiming narrative. No, I I know, but um, I I think it's yeah. I mean, apparently the powers like kind of make sense. Like safe space power, they put up some force field or something. I'm but only when they're like describing it, um, uh, f- uh, protecting someone else. Which I don't know how powers work like that, but whatever. I I am tired. Their designs make me tired. I am exhausted. What the fuck? Especially like Riri, a hit. Miles, a hit. Kamala, hit. What the fuck were y'all thinking? <laughs> like it's just been hits and you flop this hard? <laughs> like talk about just like tripping and falling completely flat on your face. The thing that makes me angriest about it isn't even the characters themselves as fucked up as they are, it's the ammunition that this has given to the people who unironically use those terms to insult people. Right. It's just so fucked up on every level. I hate it. Well, I think um, while everyone is reflecting on that, you should drop some music. On the home screen this week, we're just going to give you some recommendations. Uh, We split them into three categories. Mm -hmm. There's console slash PC games, there's board games, and there's mobile games. That's right. And I think I'm really excited about my recommendations. Uh, We're going to do this one by one. We're going to just give them all three some explanation. Like, what do we want to do? Go ahead and give all three. All three. We're not trying to keep the people here. We're trying to get them to go and play some games. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. For my console PC choice, I went with the Jackbox Party Pack. So if you don't know, it is a collection. Like each Okay, so there's like six of these collections, and it's like a smaller collection of like, I think, three or four games? I think it's like four five or five? six games. Five or six? Okay. So it's like three to six. No. <laughs> so it's like five to six mini games. You put it up on the TV, Xbox, PlayStation, Switch, Apple TV. This is kind of, I'm bending the rules here. Uh, PC, all of that. And you play with all your friends and you use your phone or a laptop to do it. So it's like here, we're just, the screen is just there to just show you what to do, how to do it. I mean, you actually interface with it with your phone and through the internet. Um, so it's great. It's very exciting. I love it. Quiplash is a good, is a good one. I uh, love Fibbage, love uh, the, the the 
plushy one where you're a doll and you get murdered. That one's the, fun. The trivia. Horror trivia. trivia. Murder mystery trivia. Or Murder mystery like trivia. Uh, the games are absolutely wild. They can be as... Uh, they also range from 7 to 77. You can uh, quite... It's a lot of like fill-in-the-blank type of games. You can uh, make the humor as... Uh, risque. risque. It could definitely be a Cards Against Humanity kind of replacement, or it could just yeah, be a super a one. apples to apples. It depends on your Where own you're, mind. Your interpretation. Yeah. Um, I picked this one especially because since you can play it on a PC or on Mac, you can also play it on stream very easily. Mm. Um, so if you get into like a Google Hangout or a Zoom, even though both of them are probably spying you as you do it, you can play it with friends, remote friends. I think that's probably a really great option. And I was check. I want to do this soon with some friends. Um, and a lot of the packs are actually on sale through their website. So you should check them out. I do remember I liked Jack's Party Pack 3. I thought it was very good. I liked 5. I think I might just fuck with 6 just because there's a new one. Like, it's the latest one. Why not? Um, and you can also buy the games individually if you're, if you're into that. But honestly, most of them are, like, super duper fun. You really cannot go wrong with a Jack's Party Pack. Just can't. Agreed. Hits. After hit, after hit. Um, my board game. Uh, I picked Settlers of Catan. Mm. I think so. For me, I never played it. You know, we didn't do colonialism in my household as a child. But uh, I thought it was very fun. I never played it, so it was a lot. It was a great game to like learn. Um, and it's great. You basically just like you all play as colonizers. <laughs> You know, there are no native people involved, There's so no, it's not. It's just empty land, and everyone's like, "Well, you know, empty land." It's no what is worse that concept, than the colonization you know? going on in Animal Crossing. Uh, <clears throat> wow, you really do just be. Well, we will get into this, but you really can just like go to a mystery island, take everything off of it, and leave. Yes, it's quite sad. Anyway, at least with settlers of Catan, you're settling. You, that's true. Uh, so it's like empty. It's a strategy game, you know. It's it's complete. It's you know, it's empty ass board, empty ass land, and each person just goes and settles it. And there's like rules and shit. I think it's like one of those like new ish for most people. Very intense, and the strategy can get really really in there. I was just playing with teams. I play. I had a very good teammate hmm. in Big Nick when we played it for the first <laughs> time. The strategy was good. Strategy. I was not a novice. No, no. But it was a lot of fun to play. It's definitely, it's not, like, you know, the knee jerk is probably like, oh, put Monopoly down, or like, yeah, sorry, or like Jenga. No, I don't want to clean anything up. I don't want to clean up, like, Jenga pieces or, like, a flipped-over Monopoly board. I think Settlers of Catan is, like, a nice, chill, over. you know, strategic type. There's a sense of calmness to it. I think, honestly, I would just describe it as, like, if Chinese checkers and chess was about colonization. That is Settlers of Catan. Hmm. But that's a good, that's a good description, right? That's good. It's certainly a description. Uh, okay, well, fuck you. Um... <laughs> There are, no, there are no cards in any either of those games that you've referenced. What? I mean, the cards aren't the important part. It's the board no, and the pieces. No, you collect cards to, to win. Well, yeah, and to fuck people up. But, like, that's that's half of it. But the, a lot of it is, like, where you're placed on the board. I mean, that's true. Sure. It is a game that I cannot very succinctly describe. But I still recommend it. It's a lot of fun. Anywho. Uh, last up, my mobile game. I am going with 
Assemble. Um, it is available on Apple Arcade. Although I'm not sure if you can just purchase the game just a la carte because I did stop my Apple Arcade subscription. Oh. Uh, mainly because I'm like, hello, you can have up to five people. Why are we paying for it twice? That's ridiculous. That does make sense. Hmm. hmm. Anyway, hmm. Uh, you play as this as a technician, mechanic, fixer-upper kind of person. You know, the person who could just generally fix things. There's drama. You'd love to see it. Very, like, light drama. It's very light drama, very cute. You know, I we've, we've talked about this game before. I wholeheartedly recommend it. It's a nice, very, like, chill type of chill-out game. Indeed. Um, good selections all around. Thank you. I went for some themes. Oh. In in my game choices. Make me feel unprepared. <laughs> no. Perfect perfectly prepared. You you definitely had the gist of what I was looking for. I just happened to have a theme. Okay. So my theme is like controlled chaos. Um oh so, you really oh no. <laughs> so <laughs> should I quit time, this show? You know, we're we're feeling very uh chaotic, I would I would have to say. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to have a sense of control over those situations. Mm-hmm. And uh I definitely think that for a lot of people mm-hmm. maybe living out another fantasy life right now might be a good idea. You know, that's an interesting thing that you mention it or you framing it this way. Gamer friend Jack actually sent a an article to us in the Discord about why people are gravitating towards Animal Crossing and The Sims right now. And mm. it's because of, you know, it's like a sense of normalcy. Yeah. And, you know, like the problems that occur in those games are actually like fixable. So it's yes. like really great for people's mental health right now. So that's, I'm interested also to hear what you would have, what games you would fit into this category. So I was actually going to suggest City Skylines. Mm -hmm. And it's for the same reasons that I would suggest The Sims. Uh, You could play The Sims and live another life. In City Skylines, you're creating something. And the whole point of it is that at a certain point, your city gets big enough that a, a traffic jam can cause some major problems. So you have to fix that problem. Mm-hmm. And because it's your city, you have like an attachment that that's an intersection that you know, and it's been maybe a thorn in your side for a while. And you, so you take the opportunity to restructure the neighborhood and you have, you know, like godlike powers to make that kind of thing happen. Yeah. And if you want to build a, a city with an incredible healthcare infrastructure so that you can't possibly get taken over by a plague, then, you know, that's something that you can do. Uh, well, and there's right. a new expansion that's coming out. Oh. Literally, uh, either the day this releases or the day after, whenever this comes out. And uh, I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to revamp some of the transit systems and things like that uh, and make the cities a little bit more navigable mm-hmm. in that way. So very excited for that. And and I'm going to be spending some time there and would encourage you to do the same. All right. For my board game, we played Code Names not too long ago. It's like this secret agent game. Mm -hmm. I can't remember if we've talked about this on the podcast or not, but essentially there are a a grid of words and two people are given a list of words that their team needs to say. Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And even though they're not on the same team, they're looking at the same sheet. And then basically you have to, you know, construct hints to get people to pick the words that that you need them to pick. Right. Um, it's it's very fun. It's definitely one of those team games. And part of the reason why I brought it up is because if you have a bunch of people that you're quarantined with, if you're in a family situation, it would be a great thing to play where mm-hmm. you work together and it's more about camaraderie and stuff like that. Obviously, it's still a competition, but you can have fun playing against each other. And then I've also seen people playing it via Twitch because there's a lot of uh, oh. board game virtual engine type things floating around right now. So people who are able to play via Twitch and play online and stuff like that, it still is a very board gamey, card gamey kind of feel. Uh, so I definitely recommend Codenames. Uh, finally, for a mobile game, I've got a twofer. Uh, again, Controlling Chaos, I think of public transit a lot. And so uh, Mini Transit is a game that I've played for years. Oh, that's I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> it it basically uh, allows you to create your own subway lines mm-hmm. as long as you're meeting certain parameters. It gets very, very hectic, though. Uh, so it might not be the most relaxing thing, but if you can get things under control and you can build a system that works you're going to have a good time because you just get to watch the fruits of your labor and then you just get more and more stuff and it's a lot of fun. Um, So mini Metro, certainly. And then Patterned, we've talked about on the show before. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. But it's like a mobile game where you're essentially doing adult coloring books. Yeah. It's very relaxing. So if you need some relaxation, you didn't think to grab colored pencils and an adult coloring book before you were quarantined, then download Patterned and enjoy yourself. That's also an Apple Arcade game, right? It is. I don't know if you can get it not on Apple Arcade, but if you haven't played Apple Arcade yet, you can do a free trial. Um, And if you have, it's five bucks. And I actually think that Patterned is worth the five dollars. Like, you pay for it once, and then you um, get all this content. So I've I've really zenned out quite a few times with it, and I love it. Nice. Well... I think that was a show. I think that was a show. Thank you for listening as always. Thank you for allowing us into your bunker. Uh, Please stay there until things get better. We want to keep you safe. We want to keep your family safe. We want to keep the people that we don't know safe. Exactly. We care about them too. We do. Um, There's like a lot of podcasts doing like PSAs and things like that. And uh, news is, you know, moving pretty quickly. So we're not going to do that. Just listen to CDC. They know best. Indeed. Um, if you are in need of any community, you want friends to talk to, play with, our Discord, always open. On and popping. On and popping. A lot of Animal Crossing happening right now. Uh, free to the public. Link is in the show notes. <laughs> Feel free to chat with us there. Feel free to come in and play with games with us there. That's all we're doing these days. Um, join the conversation on Twitter. Um, and again, we have the Patreon also, again, we are not expecting anyone to donate it to it right now. Uh, if you can, great. If not, that's also great. Thank you specifically to Nerdy the Sensei, Sarah, and Abner again for your continued support. Uh, we really do appreciate it. I hope you all are all staying safe. You're all staying sane and well out there. Um, and yeah, we'll catch you all very soon. Two weeks. Deuces. Deuces. <laughs> 
the Thank you. face he made. <laughs> I'm out of here. Goodbye.